What's up, guys? It's Daniel here from That One's OB. Before we get into this episode, just want to take a minute to preface this with the fact uh, we had some issues with the audio for this episode. Uh, some of the files got corrupted, so uh, if it sounds a little bit choppy and there's some uh, weird jumps, just wanted to let you know that's what's going to be happening here. Might come back with you for uh, for our second pod to kind of make up for all the stuff that we missed in this one. But uh, with that being said, enjoy this week's episode. Oh, we shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he out of sync. That even sounded, it, it was a tenor sound, wasn't it, Peter? Oh, oh boy, he gets really leaning on it with the lower body. That hurt wow. right there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to That One's OB. Daniel here alongside DJ, as always, talking about the Wells Fargo at TPC Potomac. The Let's Wells get into it. Fargo. DJ, you made some picks. <laughs> I just want to talk about this really quickly because it was pretty impressive. My picks? Yes. You, you, it was pretty impressive. Okay, sure. You got Bo Hostler on the team, yeah. huh? Hostler, Hoss Daddy. You want to talk about this? Uh, what was running through your head when you made that pick? Um, so I picked Bo Hostler for top 10. Um, I felt great going into it. Uh, he he had a great tournament and just barely missed out. He actually got third to last in the tournament, uh, 14 over through two rounds. It was um, close. It was close. Yeah. It, it really could have been a top 10 It, for him. it was I, a nail really biter. If a couple putts just fell, he really could have been in contention. I really so. think coming in third to last by four shots is really a good, a good move in the realm of picks for DJ. Yeah. Um, I mean... 14 over will get it done. Really, always gets it done. Um, and then I, and then your pick to win the thing was actually the correct pick. I, I actually, I felt really good about that. Max Homa. I mean, yeah. So Max Homa. It, fe- it feels kind of disrespectful. We're starting off mentioning Bo Hostler instead of the guy who actually won. I but, know, but it's it's yeah. fucking hilarious. But, I, I love it. I, I I really honestly wanted Bo to come in dead last because then it's like. I know. I mean, that, that'd and be, then I picked Rory to win. So if Rory won and Bo got last, that'd that would that cool. have been impressive. But yeah. Rory didn't win. No. Max Home is your winner of the Wells Fargo at TPC Potomac. He is now a two time winner of the Wells Fargo. The only other two time winner is Roy McElroy. So he's just as good. Or the as only Roy. multiple win. I think he's won three times. Um, but yeah, wow. Uh, some Just some really, really good golf this entire weekend. On, with really tough conditions, too. Yeah, I but, mean, holy crap. I mean, eight under won this thing. Yeah. Which is, I mean, this is what we were talking about. I, I, mean, I mean, for the winner to shoot on over par one day and still win is, like, pretty cool. Was it par 70? Yeah. So, yeah. So, 67, 66, 71, 68 from Homa. I, I, wow. I, mean, I, I really don't think we understand how hard a course has to play. For only four guys in the entire field of a PJ Tour event, with you know, sixty-five of some of the best golfers in the world, for yeah. only four guys to shoot under par. Really quickly, just going to the points here. So, I did have Homa as my pick to win. He did end up pulling off the win. So now that pushed me up to six points. Yeah, I was off to an early. I think I was up three-one. Yeah, and now you had d- Scotty win winning the WGC. Now, that now I'm down six-three. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a dry streak for you. Yeah, so I've been I've been on a little cold streak here. So, so. Um, and then my other pick, really kind of sleeper pick here, pick Ches Reevy for top ten. He went out and fired a, a final round sixty seven to miss top ten by one shot. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> really unfortunate. T fifteen was one shot out of a T nine. Um, but yeah, that would have been a, a nice little bonus point. That'd for have been me. a nice little. 
Yeah, it's a that would have been a three point weekend for you. That I mean, that's ideally the perfect weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, I, I don't know if we've really talked about this. If our pick for top ten wins, what do we do for point situation there? I think it's got to be a two pointer. I mean, well, obviously because a, a winner's two pointer, but right. is oh. it a three pointer? Because at that's it, you're taking a guy who's really, really a hundred to one. Yeah. I, I is mean, that, are, are, is that a little bit much? I'll, I'll go. I'll go with three points if you pick a guy that's hundred to one or worse and he wins. I, I feel like that's pretty like, fair, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. So we'll we'll vibe with that. Um, so for this week, if Kitayama somehow goes out there and just uh, goes, Kitayama did not have a day, but that's okay. Uh, okay, well, yeah. uh, well, we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. Home, okay. He's good, and I really like him, but he's not. He's not in that Cam Smith category. He's not Cam. Well. No, he. Where, 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 where would we put Cam Smith at? I mean, Cam Smith, Cam, or, or Rory, um, jeez. Uh, wow. <laughs> Max Homa is, he's still 29th in OWGR. Okay. He's not in the top, he's not in the top, you know. I personally think Cam Smith is top five right now. And OWGR does agree he's fourth. But okay, well, he, he's, not, he's not in that category of top 10 guys on tour. Not gonna lie, I forgot he won the players. What? I forgot he won the players. Yeah. I completely forgot no. about that. He's he's not like with, with okay without the players championship win. That's so that's so, 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 so stupid. Right, but you said he was a guy on tour before the players championship. Yeah, you he said was. he was a guy on tour after winning the Zurich twice, the Sony, and the Central German championship. Yes, and Max Homa has I'm a visionary. The Fortinet, two Wells Fargos, and the Genesis. I don't care. I, that's he, he. I'm putting him very similar levels right here. Nope. I, I Cam, think Cam, Cam Smith, Smith is one of the five best players in the world. I, th- I think Cam Smith overall game is better, but if you look at tournaments they've won, I mean, besides the players, I mean, this is got to be kind of close. It's not better than the Century Tournament of Champions. Um, yes, you are correct. So, I mean, if we go off of uh, strength of field, so this actually okay. Was, Max, Max Homa is not even in the discussion for top ten players in the world. He's in the discussion for for President's Cup, I think. Oh sure, but he's not in the discussion for top ten players in the world. I think if he gets a major sometime this year, for he'll be, then we can talk then, for sure. But we'll to talk. say after this that he is now a guy, no. I think he's he's stop it. He's a he's, he's close. He's, he's a really guy close. in training. If this is Formula, yeah. if this is Formula One, he's, he's, he's on AlphaTauri right he's now. He's close, and he's looking at a promotion right he's now. Close. He's looking to try to get that second seat on Red Bull. You know, he's not there, but he's close. Um, but I mean, it was a hell of a win, especially in the conditions that we had. Especially at the course, too. Yeah. Um, I actually was, was really surprised by this. I did not know what to expect from TPC Potomac. Um, it was a lot better than I expected. Yeah. It, it, and it, was, it played really well on TV. Yeah. I mean, it was also... I don't think there was a day with, like, really solid conditions either. There, it was That's all fine. Super, which, which That's is totally fine. fine. I will yeah, take yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, it was still sick. Wells... Uh, I mean, not Wells Fargo. <laughs> Max Helma also has... I don't want to say Cinderella story... But he definitely has that appeal of a guy who's been on tour for a minute and has just grinded his way up for there. sure. So Max Homa played 17 events on the PGA Tour in 2017. He made two cuts. In those two made cuts, he finished 85th and 71st. For a total that year, he made $18,008, had three FedEx Cup points. This is now his fourth win, three in the last two years. I mean... I mean, I mean, yeah. It's that just this kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier about just being a likable guy. I mean, he's also relatable in that sense. Okay, so I mean, we've talked about wins. We've talked about comparing him to Cam Smith, right? Since the start of twenty twenty one, 
Homa now has more worldwide wins than Rory, Rom, Spieth, JT, Bryson, DJ, Xander, and Brooks. Okay, Are so we not putting him on that level yet? No. Why? You, you can't just... You, ha- you have very recency bias on everything. Right, no, but it's, it's not just this. He's won two Wells Fargo's. He's won a Genesis. I mean, I think he's won back-to-back Wells Fargo's. Was he, was he defending champion coming into this? That's a great question. Uh, that's a, we, should, we, we should find that out. Because defend, yeah. I think defending that makes it even like, he's that still, much more like, impressive. I get it. He's good, but you got to do it for a little bit. He won the 2019 Wells Fargo. Okay, okay that, that's on me. You you gotta like you gotta do it for a while before you can like if one guy has one good season in basketball he's not the top five player in the league right but this is now two years where he in a two year period where he has a year and a half since I okay year year and a half period yeah where he has more worldwide wins than guys that we're widely considering top players in the world yeah okay so if you want to go off stuff like that. He's not even close to total wins as Roy, Roms. We're not any going of off guys. of total wins, though. I'm just, okay, but I'm just saying. You're sure, just picking a, like one little time frame where he's better than all of them. Or right, not better, I'm not, I'm not saying he's wins. a better player than them, but I think you can't discount him and saying that he's not up to even Cam Smith's level when he has more worldwide wins than all of these he's guys. He's not up to Cam Smith's level, but I'm saying he's really close. Okay, so where do you rank him in this list then? Rank that list right there. Like, Rory, Rory, Rom, Spieth, JT, Bryson, DJ, Xander, Brooks, and Homa. Like, like career? No, no, no. Like... See, these questions are pa- weird. Like, past year, off of, or right now, if, if they were to play in a tournament, where would you rank them? That, that's, that's a very, I mean. Off of the current form of their game, where are you, how are you ranking this? I, mean, I, I think I have a pretty decent idea where i put them. I, I'd put, I know he just beat Roy, but I'd put Rory ahead of him. I'd put, really? Yes. Wow. I'd put Rom ahead of him. I'd put, I'd put probably everybody but Bryson. Xander Brooks and like maybe DJ. That feels but it's still, so disrespectful. It's not. It is. It, it really is. Though. It's really not. Like I I I just got done saying I like him a lot. I think he's really good. But you got to show some respect to guys that have been doing it for five plus years. No, I I, I understand. But if we're, if we're saying about where if if they were to play the tournament right now, you'd put Rory in front of of Homa. Uh yeah, like Rory Rory's one. The well, he won the Wells Fargo last year, and then the CJ Cup. Rory would have lower odds than Homa for sure, league. but that's because the uh, the books don't like Homa. No, I, I would put, put the books don't list. like Homa. They, they, they just they just they're they're numbers guys. I, I'd put I'd put Rom in this order. I go Rom Spieth. Speed number two for you? I, yeah, I'm. God, he's you hate him. Good. He's playing good. Though. I know. I, I don't hate no, him. No, you hate. No, speed. I don't. Just say it. No, I. Yes, you he do. won. Look, he won RBC. Maybe, maybe it's just because we just saw his round. Like he's playing some decent golf. He's playing obviously playing good golf right now, and it looks like he has a swing kind of where he wants it. I'd I'd go, Rom Spieth, maybe DJ based off of the first round that we just saw. But if if I hadn't seen that first round, I would go Rom Spieth. Homa, as my top three. I go Rom, Spieth, Homa, and then probably JT, DJ, Rory, Xander, Brooks, right. and Bryson at the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> at, at some point we got to talk about Bryson because this is getting just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't. What he has more wins than all of them in the past like year and a half. Why? Why do we not consider him at this level? Like, I understand you putting respect on the fact that they've been on tour for a long time yeah. and have shown success. Yeah, he clearly wasn't. 
as good as these guys, as good as these guys in 2017, 2018, 2019. Yeah. But he's one of those guys who's grinded up there. For and just sure. because he's just gotten to that level doesn't mean that he's still not as good as them. I, I maybe not right. I'm just saying moving forward, taking a step back and looking at the next year, who are you taking for the next year? I'm I mean, taking most of those guys over over Homa. I I I put I take Homa over Rory. I take Homa over no. Bryson. I take Homa over Xander. I take Homa over Brooks. I, would take I might over even those last three. That's about. I it. might even take him over JT right now. No, 100%. especially moving into when we have a bunch of majors coming up. Those top guys just seem to rise to the top every time. I mean, sure, but at the I same, mean, I mean, hey, we'll see, we'll see. I don't, it just seems like so disrespectful. I'm not, just because I'm, he's like I'm, a newcomer no, to no, the no, game, no, no. you're not. I'm not being disrespectful at all. That. I'm not. I'm just being realistic. I'm just saying you got to do it for a little bit before you can kind of be. Put I mean, into JT, that. Has, JT hasn't won in the past year. I know he won last year's players, and that's his last win. I know, and you're still taking him over D, over Homa. Like the questions are weird. Like career next week. We're not talking about career. Now. We're talking like if we played a tournament right now, where are you putting him? I don't know. That's a weird question. It's it's a it's a week to week thing. It's that's so such a small sample size. It's like flipping a coin. That's that's fair. Um, and we got to talk a little bit of Cam Young too because he's like I still don't know where he came from, but a T two finish from him this week. I think he was. Oh man, I think he was teammates with Zally at Wake Forest. Was he? I could be just totally making that up, but I'm pretty because I remember he came on the scene. He got a second at. I think he was up there on the Genesis. Was he? If I'm not mistaken. He was up there on some big... I think he got second in some big tournament. Um, that's kind of when I heard about him. But I'm pretty sure he was teammates with uh, Zal Torres at Wake Forest. If I'm, I could... Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, at Wake Damn, Forest. Damn, he feels like Zal Torres is so much younger for some reason. Yeah. Um, but he bombs the ball. He does bomb the ball. Yeah. And it w- <laughs> I think you're right. It was Genesis that he was... Um, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, where, where, where is he ranked on... on uh, on on OWGR, let me check that out. He's thirty eight. I mean, that's bit. If we're talking about sneaky, yeah, top fives, top tens. He's been playing really good. Um, T two at Wells Fargo. He came in T three at RBC Heritage. I'd say he's probably in the last three months. He's a top twenty five player. Yeah, um, I mean that's not a guy. We gotta you gotta relax. Okay, here. he's a he's a child. Then that's not know. a guy. You gotta you gotta chill with the crowning people too early. I'm not okay. He's not a guy, but he's he's a name that I feel like people should be more familiar with at this yeah, point. Yeah, and, and I think he's a name sure. that we're gonna see a lot more. And sure. who knows if he snags a win, then we're looking at Presidents Cup. Maybe I, I I don't know. I think the Presidents Cup selections are gonna be really really interesting to see how they end up doing this, um, because. There's got to be some turnover at the bottom, right? Yeah. With with having Harris English, is, is he? When's the last time you heard his name? He's not. We'll, we'll get into that later. Okay. Okay. Let's save that for. It's hard to bomb it in putt. Well. It's on, just man. not. It's not possible. I don't know why. It's just really hard to bomb it in putt. Well, like I, I, I genuinely don't know why. It's just. I don't know. I feel like maybe because you. I don't know. I know. I know that. I know that the strokes gain stuff factors in how far away you are from the hole and everything like that. But right. it was like I think you just you hit it farther, so you have shorter clubs in, so you hit more greens, and you just it, but, it's but a lot easier. That's have, not how strokes gain work. I know. You I know, know this. I know. It means know. that he just sucks. At I know. I know. I know. I'm if we were looking to, at overall putts in the round, for sure. But like, we're I know. I know. I know. Here. It's but it's also like if you have ten. 
10 footers for birdie around versus like 10 10 footers for par i feel like that's a little different my pick roy mcroy with a little top five i i've yeah. I, I mentioned it to you before you the talk- pod but i i used to like really hard root against him i don't know why <laughs> bless you thank you i would just i don't know why every time i saw him at the top of the leaderboard i just knew he was gonna choke and i like would kind of prey on his downfall i don't know why he's a super likable dude and the more that I watch, I don't know why. I found myself cheering for him a lot. Um, so he was my pick. Had a second round three over seventy three, which kind of kind of threw him out of it. But yeah. uh, he was kind of he was in it for you know if it wasn't for that round. But uh, still a nice solid top five for him. I just I want to see him win again. I, for sure, I, I I do too. Like just for like nostalgia. I. I Still think reasons. I, maybe that's why you think he's so good. I think there's definitely some recency bias in there because, I mean, last like high level event he won was 2019. It was yeah, he won the WGC HSBC Champions in <laughs> in November of 2019. But then between then he has a Wells Fargo and a CJ Cup, and yeah, I don't want to like no disrespect to him at all because obviously he's his career is insane yeah. i'm just hoping he he gets in contention on this little major run he he needs That'd to be cool, right yeah. like yeah. he hasn't won a major since 2014 yeah and you look back yeah, at the stretch bad, and yeah. that stretch from 2012 to 2014 Silly. is one of the most dominant runs we've ever seen the fact that he won a pga championship by eight shots and a u.s open by eight shots yeah he was good he won the 2011 u.s open by eight over jason day yeah. And the same thing in the, in the PGA. He won it by eight shots over, I mean, David Lynn. I don't know what we're doing here, but <laughs> just, and he won the Wells Fargo the first, the, the second time by seven shots. He's, I mean, I, I hope he gets back to, to the winner's circle because, I mean, I want to see him back there. And you still would take him over Homer? I mean,. If, okay, let's say they were the same odds. They're they're both twenty five to one going into uh, RBC Canadian Open. Yeah, who, who are you putting ten dollars on at twenty five to one? Uh, I would not put money on it because I'm an NCAA athlete and I can't bet. Okay, if you had to bet ten chicken nuggets on it, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I if if Roy this is a complete hypothetical. If if, if Roy's twenty five to one to win, I'll put it on Roy. I mean, Homa was probably. I think it might have been. He was probably worse than twenty-five to one to win this last tournament. The Wells probably, Fargo. probably, yeah, right. But do you think that's that's changing now? The fact that he has sure. three wins it in the is, last two years for sure. But if Roy is twenty-five to one, I'll, I'll sprinkle. Uh, so you still you still would like Rory over Homa in, in one of these tournaments? Kind uh, kind of, given yeah. the fact that he's won the CJ Cup in the past year and a half, yeah. I'll still take it. I'll still okay. take a good play. I mean, if, if, if it's your hill that you want to die on there, I, uh, I, I hate that take, but go for it. Um, mm. I, I think you just got to ride with a hot hand, but sure. Uh, want to talk about us, like the round of the day from Sunday, the just sneakiest of 65 from Stuart Sink? Yeah, that was that To was sneak weird. in and just get the dirtiest top 10 yeah. you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, just disgusting. Burning two of his last three to shoot 65 and low round of the day. Moved up, jumped up 30 spots to get a little This is what in. makes like the fact that 8-under won this tournament so sick. Yeah. He moved up 30 spots. I mean, he was over par going into Sunday. 30 spots. Yeah. That with, with, is, with just 5-under. Right. Like, 
nothing crazy. Yeah. Just like, I mean, uh, it was kind of crazy. It was a crazy for round. conditions. But damn good round. Yeah. But it's not like he had to shoot 59 to move up that many spots because everybody else shot 65, 64. I made it impossible for him to move up. I mean, you look through this leaderboard, and it's a lot of this. Steven Yeager shot 66. Moved up 18 spots. Lonto Griffin, 67, moved up 13 spots. JT Poston and Mackenzie Hughes, 67s, moved up 15 spots. Yeah, I, I love I, seeing this because I, I, I feel like nobody's st- out of this. I feel like we're starting to sound like a broken record, but it's just kind of how. 100%. Yeah. But we're, we're also coming off the first round of Byron Nelson where 12 under is leading his golf <laughs> tournament. Sebastian Munoz had a day. I, I mean – he shot in one round better than anybody shot in this the tournament. tournament by uh, far. Yeah, so. by four, by four shots. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we got anything else from? I mean, yeah, want to talk about the course a little bit? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, anything super special? Do we do we like it more than? Well, well like you kind of mentioned earlier, it was better than I expected. But you know, nothing. I'm nothing. I'm writing home about. You know, is like, it anything that we would? Uh, prefer over quail? No, I want it back at quail next year. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a good, it was a good alternate course, but give me quail hollow. Can we at least l- agree that quail is probably not the best place for Presidents Cup? For what reason? The fact that we play it every year on the PJ Tour. It's like you have options of so many good. Yeah, courses Yeah, but in the I, US. I also like knowing all the holes that they're going to be playing for the Presidents Cup for sure. And also, you know how you know what players play well there. Yeah, which is why I do think Max Home has got to be on the radar for Presidents Cup because he's won there. Yeah, um, I, I I I do like for the Presidents Cup actually because I I do I do like knowing the course going in. Like I mean that that's why I mean there's a million reasons why the Masters is the best, but. Is it the same course every year? And every year you just you know. Okay, that's that's I know I know I know I know. When I said it, I, I, no. I that's why I said there's a million other reasons why the Masters is the best. But one of those reasons is that it's at the same course every year, and no, that you is know the every worst hole back take at, every like half the PGA Tour events are at the same course every year. Okay, yeah, Valero Texas Open is at the same course every year. Does that put it on the same par as the Masters? No, 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 no. What are you no, saying? I, you're twisting my words now. That is not what I said at all. <laughs> that is not what I said. I would just no, use that just, as an example. I mean, but look at like what uh, I don't know, and I understand that that. From the U.S. team's perspective, you want to go to a course that you know that the U.S. team has an advantage. And you can set Quail up to be a bomb and gouge type course where distance has a premium, actually doesn't matter. You can take, you know, all the long hitters you want and just make it, you know, a course that favors the U.S. team by far. But also the fact that, like, we haven't seen tournaments at, like, Bandon or... Any of these like crazy sick courses in the U.S. that they have potential to put the Presidents Cup on? I mean, yeah, ha- how fair. sick was the Ryder Cup last year? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it was cool on a course that we don't really see regularly. Yeah, we got to know the holes, but after the first or second day, yeah, we, we knew the holes sure well enough. Fair and and the course setup was what made it. It was and it was interesting. It was cool to look yeah. at. And now we're just going to a course that hosts like a mid-tier PGA Tour event every year. I, I don't, I don't hate the take, but at the same time, I, I, I do like going and knowing most of the holes out there. I mean, so I, even even on the PGA Tour, I feel like you could pick better courses to go to, yeah, to host a, than than here. I mean, go to where Travelers is, or go to, 
I mean, Valspar might be a little bit out there, but... Yeah, I mean, I'd still take Cora Hall over. I mean, fuck, host a, host a President's Cup at Sawgrass. That would be dope. Right? <laughs> that would be dope. Like, yeah. you, have, you have an option of, of so many courses. But, but, but also, I think... So they had it at the same course that they have a PJ Tour event, but the PJ Tournament wasn't hosted at that course. So if you're doing it at, the, if you're doing it at TPC Sawgrass, then potentially you're not having the players there, which I think it might okay. be different if it's there, but... To for your point being, there's a reason why they don't have it at maybe a top tier PJ Tour course event or a top tier PJ Tour event because then they wouldn't play that PJ Tour event at that same course. Okay, but what about Riv? Riv is the Genesis is early enough in the season. Like, okay, I understand that. Like, okay, yes, the Wells Fargo is in May. Presidents Cup is September. That's a little bit of a tight window here. Yeah. But Genesis is so early on in the season. I mean, sure. Yeah. That. At Riv, I mean, that well, would be are we sick. sitting here arguing on what, what course they're picking for the Presidents Cup? I mean, come on. Okay, I mean, that's, that's, you that's know. fair. I, maybe we just got spoiled coming off Royal Melbourne because yeah. Royal Melbourne was awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And and we got to, that's why I think it's a bad take because after the second day, we knew that course at least the first first fourteen holes of it pretty damn well. I mean, I guess because you, you just watch so much golf the entire time because you're so into it because it's such a cool fucking tournament. Yeah. Um, Anything else we got here? I mean, I think we're kind of good on the Wells Fargo. Oh, kind of we got to talk Sergio. Oh, his comments. I yeah. mean, we uh, this kind of ties into Live a little bit, and I, as much as I don't want to talk about Live at this point, I I'm sure I don't we're think have there's to. not like super big updates there. Yeah, there is. Oh, really? From the PGA Tour side, what? <laughs> Say it. Okay, well, let's start with Sergio. <laughs> let's start with Sergio first. Um, Sergio ha- hit a ball into a hazard. Uh, and a, uh, from my understanding, a volunteer pointed to where his ball landed, which was on the other side of a creek, but still in the hazard. So as soon as Rory, as soon as Sergio got to the hazard line, the rules official started his stopwatch, but Sergio wasn't looking for his ball yet. He was trying to find a way to cross the hazard. And by the time that he crossed the hazard, the three minutes were up. And the rules official said, that's three minutes, your time's up. Oh, that is kind of stupid. <laughs> so he said, quote, you want me to swim through the river? I wasn't looking for the ball there. I was looking for the ball once I got onto this side. Does that make sense? And then he said, quote, I can't believe this tour. I can't wait to get out of here, my friend. A couple more weeks and I don't have to deal with you anymore. This also, is- I just remember the news you were talking about. about the uh, yeah. yeah, okay. But sorry. Um, um, but yeah, that, that uh, <sighs> tough scene from Sergio. Yeah, but at the same time, tough scene from the PGA Tour. They ended up reviewing uh, that whole interaction from the cameras that they had there, and, said Sergio and was they right. said Sergio was right. It was our mistake, mm. but there's nothing we can do. Yeah, it's tough luck. Yeah, I mean, Which, I mean, yeah. I mean, if I'm Sergio, I'm like a little bit. I'm I'm kind of pissed I'm off. Pissed, about yeah, because that. that is so dumb. You're like you know your balls over there, but you're trying to find a way to get over, and it's it takes you three minutes. That it's it's tough. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's a really tough scene. But then he drops the, I can't wait to get out of here, my friend, a few more weeks and I don't have to deal with you anymore. Yeah, I mean, it was a great great one-liner that we got out of a dumb role. So. Coming you know. from the guy who's made $54 million in the PGA Tour in his career. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's going to make about? a lot more on the... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the he's limit. not. <laughs> because the big news that we have from this week is that the PGA Tour has officially denied all requests sent in by players to go play in the inaugural Live Golf Invitational 
at the Centurion, Centurion Club in London. So, so, so it sounds like big news, but let's unpack it here. What does that actually mean? So the guys from the PGA Tour who do want to go over and have already signed up to go play in it, what does that mean for them? Does that mean if they go, their PGA Tour status is revoked or they get fined or what? So nobody knows. Yeah. Um, is it a slap on the wrist? Like, what, what are we, we doing? We really here? don't know what the punishments are going to be. And I think it'll take, um, take a PGA Tour player to actually say, screw you guys, I'm still going to go do it. It's not going to be a Sergio, but it damn well might be a Robert Garrigus to go, I don't also, care. I'm not playing at a PGA Tour event this year. I'm going to go over there and still play in this thing. Also, how funny would it be if their like, punishment for going over and playing there is just a fine and you win $4 million? You go, yeah, take that money. It's like a $100,000 fine. It's like, all right, here you go. <laughs> It's like, oh, the money I just won? All right, here you go. And then you give them the Saudi money. And it oh, wouldn't, just, it wouldn't even matter because the last place gets 150 grand. Yeah. So if it's a $100,000 fine, even if you come it's in last, you're still getting a shit yeah. ton of money. It's great. It's, that, that would be, oh, I hope that happens. So I hope they just fine them so that <laughs> they just go make the money and then use that money to pay the fine. That would be awesome. I, I think they'd have to come down a little bit harder than a fine. Of course, for um, sure. I, I really don't know. And I think this is this is the PGA Tour kind of setting setting the bar here because Live Golf has tried to push the line in the sand for a while here, right? They said, "Oh, it's it's actually not a competing tour. We're not trying to steal players, right? It, it's just it's a one-off series of events." They already knew that they weren't going to get exemptions for the four that were going to be in the U.S., but. Um, or it's just the PGA buying time to figure out what they're going to do with it. Figure out what this, punishments they're going to hand out. This could be the start of a long and drawn out and nasty little legal battle here between either a player and Live Golf or a player in the PGA Tour, between Live Golf and the PGA Tour. Something is going to happen here because this is not. I mean, it's an appropriate response, and I, I applaud the PGA Tour for doing it because it is just the most balls-out middle finger to live yeah. golf. Um, but at the same time, like, they're, they're golfers, right? You, you, at, you can't really like, restrict them yeah. from going to play in the tournaments that they want to play in. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there's some contractual reasons why they can't go over and play, but at the same time, like, it depends on what punishments they're talking about. If they're talking banned from the PGA Tour or um, stripping their PGA Tour card, that's that is that that is weird, and things are and that's going to cause a lot of people to uh, to really think about what they're going to do. For sure, we want to move on to AT and C. Yeah, Byron Nelson. Yeah. I, I mean, I know we saw the first round already. Yeah, so first round's already happened, like I mentioned earlier. But So before, before we get started, we will we'll go back to our, our text conversation from 9.27 this morning. Which was bizarre. Uh, this was oh, sorry, yeah, uh, 10, 10.42 this morning. Yeah. He said, make your picks now. Well, so, yeah, so I, 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 was, I knew we were going to do this later today, and kind of before everything started going, a couple guys had teed off. At this point, but I was like, let's get our picks in. I hadn't in. even checked the leaderboard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Never, I, I, never, I, didn't I, know. I, was like, I was like, let's just get our picks in before it starts. I know we're going to record it after, but let's like get our picks in 
like concrete through text before like the round starts. And so I just text so Daniel. We both think? hopped on to see what the odds were. And I'm well, not kidding. Honestly, you did yours quick because I kind of knew who mine was. I, I went I on like Bavada and I was like, okay, I, I know these guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and we both, within three seconds of each other, texted and said, Scotty for the win, Kitayama for top 10. It was like kind of weird. We literally. Uh, on on my screen, I just sent it. I had, and then like I had just two sent it. Seconds and later, came up first. You you just sent. It. I was like, that was weird. It's because I used you said Scotty and Kitayama, yeah. and I said Scotty for the win, Kitayama ten. Yeah, and I and you sent it like two seconds before I did because yeah. I had to t- type that all out. Yeah. it was just weird. Yeah, literally I picked the same guy to win, same guy for top ten, and I was like, that just very very strange. That was weird. Uh, and then. I said I, I said I can change mine I guess and I went with DJ and Carlos Ortiz and then you said DJ's already in second and I was like well I hadn't checked <laughs> yeah he was, at this he was point, top of the yeah. odds and I was yeah. like well I mean that makes sense because he's a good player yeah but um, I, I I let it slide because he had to he had to kind of change his pick but it turned out to be scene. fine they both shot five under today so. yeah so I we're looking the yeah. same and Ortiz is looking a lot better than freaking, Ortiz is beating all of these guys <laughs> yeah Ortiz is looking better than freaking Kitayama um but I mean what. This this tournament is so confusing because this course, I don't want to say it sucks because like yeah it's a TPC TPC Craig Ranch, it doesn't it's, suck. It's like a, it's a nice course, but like for PJ Tour event it sucks. Yeah, it's just because I knew they were gonna take it stupid low. It, it's so dumb. I mean, I Smash mean, Munoz fired a little twelve under today. Just it's a like, 60. what are we doing here? Ten under in his last ten holes. It's, I mean, and it, everybody's playing in it too because everybody's trying to get ready for. Uh, holy shit! The PGA is next yeah. week. It's actually a really good field oh too, which is kind of sweet. You know, that's what I'm saying because that's what it is. They, this is the tenth strongest field in worldwide golf uh, in 2022. So it was players, Masters, ma- uh, WGC Match Play, Genesis, Arnold Palmer, Tournament Champions, Phoenix, Farmers, RBC Heritage, and Byron Nelson. Yeah, which is just like I don't understand. Like good field. We gotta have a better course and a better tournament the week before a major, right? Yeah, like I, Valero's like uh, it is what it is, but it's it's still a good course, a good course and like yeah. a it. I, the Byron's at a weird spot because they're they're just trying to rotate courses at this point to try to find one that would replace TBC or replace. I think it was TBC four, four seasons, which was actually a good course. So they, had, four, they went four seasons, then they went Trinity Force for a while, and now it's which for like two was, years. Trinity Force was not it. No, it was not. And this course is even worse. I think uh, it's not worse, but it's like, not better. It. No, just because of the scores. But like, if you watch it, like the the holes are kind of cool. It's like it's just it's, it's not it's not too bad. They're just it taking feels it like a low. resort course. They're just taking it's it's like not that short. It it feels like a resort course though. Uh, kind of it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, four seasons was kind of cool. You had yeah. I guarantee you would know hole seventeen there. I know you probably. Nah, I have no idea. I I guarantee if you saw it, you would know hole seventeen there. It's like a part three with water on the right. Um, but that, that I mean, was the, and then this course, this this whole tournament just feels off for me for some reason. I agree. It's just because they're, they're they're trying to figure out a good course for it, and I don't think TPC Craig Ranch is it. But 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 what? Okay, so you're you're a Dallas native. Yeah. Where would you throw this tournament? The, if you if you had a course, it's difficult because there's a lot of like the really nice courses. I don't think have the infrastructure okay. to support a big PGA infrastructure. Uh, we'll do a pick with infrastructure, and then infrastructure aside, where would you want to see? Oh, and you can't say shady. I was not. Yeah, I was not gonna say shady. Um, I don't think shady's long enough. Um, they could throw a couple extra tee boxes. They in could and make sure. it. Um, I mean, I've never played it, but I've seen it, and Dean Ash would be sweet. But right. like, honestly, I don't know. 
Like, I know it's not. In, I, I was. I'm thinking, of course, outside of Dallas. Okay. Like Escondido would be really sweet to have it at. Is that course like a, a course that PGA Tour could go to? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or like, I mean, I know not many people know this, but shout out to people who are watching that know this. But Vaquero would be kind of cool too. I know you don't know Vaquero at all, but that I, I know where it is. I know yeah. about it. Yeah, that'd be um, kind of sweet too. But going down the top ten, <coughs> sorry, top one hundred courses, um, and not knowing where any of these are, Whispering Pines. That's the one. They, I think they just played the Big Twelve Championship there. Okay. So like maybe it, yeah that, that's like the nicest yeah obviously yeah, it's kind of in the middle it's actually in Trinity Texas right yeah so yeah <laughs> kind of weird but uh, Preston Trail that, I'm, that's in Dallas I'm pretty sure yeah yeah okay yeah that I mean, maybe yeah I mean I like I said I don't think that they have the infrastructure to support like a big tournament like that TBC Craig Ranch is like so wide open and there's like so many places to put grandstands and so and so much parking like. Uh, you said Escondido and Vaquero. Uh, Brook Hollow? Uh, just not, definitely too short and does not have the infrastructure. Really okay. nice course, but too short. Um, I mean, Shady's 13. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're looking, we're looking mean. at that. Uh, <laughs> um, the course that I, 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 we've both played it, and I'm guessing 1% Cordillera? of our population would. I haven't played Cordillera, actually. Oh, okay. But this would be sick to have it there, and we've played there, and we were both like, what the fuck is this course? Boot Ranch. Yeah, okay, yeah. We've had Texas Sam's there before. Yeah. We know that they can make, if they wanted to, yeah, they can they make, could really make that course damn hard. Because there's a lot of long holes there. There are, that course is long. There's a lot of long holes. Uh, not the best course to host the PGA Tour event because it is everywhere. It is the most unconventional routing you've ever seen. Yeah, to, it, like to get there. No, not only to get there, because first of all, it's in Fredericksburg. Yeah. But also, like, do you remember where the ninth hole is? What was that? The, it was like the drivable one? No. It's out in the middle of nowhere. There's, there's no continuity. The only holes that come back towards the clubhouse are, are one goes away from it, and then 18's on the oh, other side of the yeah. road. Oh, yeah. And then, it, yeah, they're just so it's, spread Everything out. is yeah. so yeah. spread out. Yeah. So setting stuff up there would be a yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Logistics aside, where would you see it? Out of Realistically, those, it's weird to see what course would like fit well on TV. Um, I, I think you'd have to go like Dean Ash, Preston Trail. Yeah, I mean, Whispering Pines. From what I saw from like the Big Twelve, looks sick. There's like really like big like aesthetic looking trees. I right. think that one would be sick, right. and it's obviously super nice. But, um, but yeah, the Byron Nelson's just in a weird spot. I don't think Craig Ranch is it. Like long term, long term, a couple years from now, I doubt it's there. One hundred percent agree. Um, but for. For a course that they just kind of needed to fill for a couple of years before they find like a long term thing, I think Craig Ranch is great because infrastructure can for sure hold it because it's definitely long enough. I know these guys ate it up today, but it's long enough and it's wide open enough where they can fit a bunch of grandstands and parking's it's not an issue. Not, it's not a great watch. I'm not gonna lie. It is. I, I think it'll grow on you as the days go on. I, I really. It's think. just it's it's a very much on the low end of PGA Tour events, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't put it quite with the Amex, but it's no. It, the, the field's too good. But the only reason why the field is too is so good is because it's the week before major. I mean, if you take this and put it, the, in this, no, no, the, the VTO is a week before the Masters. Yeah, and it always has a, a pretty solid not even field. close to this. Field. Not close. But, not even close. But solid. Uh, so VTO is the is the thirteenth strongest field. This is the tenth strongest field. So they're not far off. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, I, but like. 
I don't, I don't know. This just doesn't feel right. It doesn't for me. It, it, and I think if you take this, if you take this tournament out of this week and you put it at the same time as Zurich or 3M or any, it just it just becomes a horrible tournament. It just becomes bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think then you put it with, with 3M, Amex, the rest of them. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not a, the right course for it. Uh, the time timing is fine. I, they just need a better course. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. Um, really quickly. Uh, back to live really quick, uh, two second point, and then we'll move on because uh, I'm so done with this. But um, Li- uh, Greg Norman did confirm that they are talking to that he he released the rights for any broadcast, any streaming service, or any broadcast to pick up uh, the Live Golf Invitational for free with no media rights. And looks like right now it's going to be streamed for free on YouTube. Really? So. Oh, okay. I'm cool. That's I mean, cool. yeah, kind of cool. Sure. I will watch it. Yeah, yeah. hundred percent. I'll watch it for sure. Um, really quickly, coming off last week, you did play in a oh. U.S. Open qualifier, <laughs> local yeah, qualifier. Yeah. I was lucky enough to be a little caddy. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel hired the caddy, which was which was huge for it. Uh, obviously, it was just it was local qual U.S. Open local qualifying. But still, like and a, round it, rock. like it's pretty big. For yeah, us. yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. It was. I think there was ninety six guys signed up for five spots two and two alternates. So I mean, a, a bunch of good players playing in it, um, and went out there. Didn't didn't have my. So I think going in, it was a par seventy two. Going in, I think we thought getting in the sixties, about three under, yeah. w- w- would get you in. Yeah. So we we played the practice round, mapped out the greens, saw the pins, yeah. like what we saw. Uh, it was it was windy. It was blowing probably fifteen twenty, yeah, yeah. and we figured, look, if we can get this somewhere in the sixties, we'll, we'll feel pretty good about yeah. about where we were. And I, I mean, we were kind of spot on there. Um, Let's go to the first tee shot really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. Okay, so I teed off on hole ten. So starting on ten, which was my first hole, and I knew I knew in the practice round, I just I hated this tee shot. I hit three three iron, or three two irons in the practice round. All left. So DJ DJ loves hitting little low cuts, like, like especially with the two iron. I like hitting like a punch cut two iron all day. Fifteen feet off the ground goes two eighty, beautiful little cut, and it just lands on the fairway. Rolls forever. It's great. This hole sets up where basically the entire left half of the fairway is covered by trees. There's like a the big overhanging tree that's like eighty or a hundred yards out, and, in, and, and it's a dog leg into left. the wind. It's a dog leg left. It's into the wind and wind off the left. So yeah. you've got to force a draw. Yeah, you have to like force a draw that's like coming back into the wind, and there's hazard right. Correct. And I, it just, it's so my worst tee shot ever. And so I, uh, I <laughs> first tee ball, I just like chunk hook it. I'm trying to play a draw around the tree. I just chunk hook it, and it would have, it almost snuck under the tree and would have been fine. And then it catches that tree, drops straight down like a hundred yards from the tee box. And I'm like, oh, here we go. I mean, very first tee ball, just not even in contention. I have like 250 in, blocked up by trees. I have to hit like a big rope hook seven iron to like get it around and then hit a wedge up there and leave it in the middle of bogue. Make bogue on the first hole. But really, really grinded his ass off. Yeah. Uh, definitely did coming, not have- coming on the stretch, <laughs> made uh, a good birdie, almost an eagle yeah. on 16. Yeah. That got us to one under for the tournament. Stuff one on seventeen, just missed the putt. Great putt, it just didn't didn't fall. Hit a decent one on eighteen. Actually, well, hit a horrible one on eighteen that ended up somehow <laughs> hit a great so good. Hit a great tee ball on eighteen. Hit a bad approach shot. 
and then it like I like chunked it short and I like bounced and like kicked up there, rolled up to like twenty five feet. Just um, and, and I didn't I I thought the only reason so we were on the you, you were checking the scores I, I, I had were, scores yeah, I had you scores were checking the scores and, and I was like don't really I tell, didn't me. tell him and then on so I just missed that putt on seventeen to get to two under and you were like you're like okay it's fine it's like no big deal you weren't really like. I was like, okay, maybe like one under is like gonna be fine. And then on 18 T, you're like, all right, let's just be conservative here. Let's just get it in play. It was kind of a sketchy tee shot. Yeah, and you got it, water left, water long, flower beds right. Yeah. It's just a weird one. I I had you at seven out of T. Which it, it still left me with like with 147. Yeah. Like it, I, it was straight down when I hit it really good. It, um, it is the as a caddy, stepping up to a par four and be like, here's your seven iron. Yeah, it was weird. But he was like he was like, all right, let's just like be conservative, get it in place. So in my mind, I was like, maybe one under's in. So I didn't know for sure. Standing on, on I'll tell you this, standing on 18 tee box, there were four scores in at two under and two scores in at one under. So on 18 tee box, there, was, there were four guys at two. So two was looking like it was going to get in and one was maybe in a car, in a, in a playoff. Mm. But I, I th- knew that, Two was most likely going to be the number, and and we we were on seventeen. Yeah, that putt on seventeen was huge because yeah. if you had made that, Ugh. then we would have gotten kind of you know yeah. we had a chance on eighteen that I yeah. I knew was going to be okay. If you make birdie on eighteen, we're in. We're, we're in for sure. Yeah, yeah, because nobody had posted under two under at that point, and I was like, there was two groups, two or three groups behind us. Like, yeah, so um, anyways, just missed the putt on seventeen. Just missed the putt on eighteen. Yeah, and, and so the, I hit it up there. And, well, so we're walking up to the green 18. I have like 25 feet. And I was like, I got to make this, don't I? And I go, yeah. And you're like, yeah. So a guy posted five under and three under and then multiple guys at two. We got to talk about the guy at three under really quickly. Parker Cootie. <laughs> shout out Parker Cootie. I, he's not listening to this, but God. What <laughs> a PR shout out. What's up? Two hole-in-ones in one round. Two hole-in-ones. Hole-in-one on eight and on 17. On a 17th hole. Hole-in-one. So he was at... I guess he was at one under. Yeah, missing the cut, like missing missing the qualifying. Hole and one on seventeen. It. Yeah, and That's, ends up shooting three under, gets in. Which we should mention one ninety eight straight crosswind, yeah. like tucked pin bar. Not not like three. a short hole over water, yeah. like just tight. Like, not like an easy shot. And uh, hole in one there, absolutely ridiculous. Um, so we're up on eighteen. I was like. I was like, I gotta make this don't I? And he was like, Yeah, because like one under was for sure out of it. Two under, and so yeah. So we got to eighteen green, and that was when the five under and three under both posted, which knocked one under out of it. So it was one guy at five under, one guy at three under, and four guys at two under. And so I knew two under would at least get you a playoff, but one under was out of it. At that yeah. Point. And then I just had about twenty five footer, just did not put a good stroke on it, and you know, Still, missed it. Like. Had a I mean, run. La- yeah, I mean, lagged up there to like, you know, probably <laughs> six to eight inches left of the hole, tapped yeah. it in. It was for the way I didn't hit it great at all. For the way I hit it, one under will take that. But it was weird because, like, for how, how I played, I was satisfied with the score, but missing it by one after just losing conference by one, I'm like, God, this this one shot thing is just killing me. But yeah. uh, kind um, of a tough way to go out, but yeah, but close. Yeah, definitely rough. What's up, guys? Future Daniel here, back again. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. No, it got cut off a little bit short here. Uh, the end of this audio file all got corrupted. So leave you guys with this. Uh, DJ ended up picking Sky Scheffler for the win. Kurt Kitayama for top 10 for this week's AT&T Byron Nelson. Uh, I ended up picking 
Dustin Johnson for the win and Carlos Ortiz for top 10. So we'll see how those picks plan, uh, play out, and we'll catch you guys on the other side of the Byron Nelson. Peace. Oh, he shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he out of sync. That even sounded. It, it was a tenor sound, wasn't it, Peter? Oh, oh boy, he gets really leaning on it with the lower body. Oh, that hurt. Wow. Oh, it's right there.